Welcome, everybody, to the Scott DeConing Leadership Podcast. I am Scott DeConing, and I'm here once again with who has become my co-host, Hugo Isles. How are you? Hugo Isles. Hugo's doing well. That's good. I see you still got the beard. <laughs> still got the beard, yeah. Just uh, was representing for November, but yep. uh, I just I decided to keep it. Yeah, looks good on you. That's good. I shaved mine off last night. As soon as uh, November was done, I shaved my beard off. So um, <laughs> I have no hair on my head, up or down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how have you been doing since our last episode? Oh, pretty good. I, I got yeah. to, uh, I think we, we ended on a really uh, positive note. I agree. And I, I had the opportunity to do a little bit of reading and research on morale. Excellent. Um, uh, the book that I'm reading it from is called Fundamentals of Organizational Behavior, mm-hmm. which, which is actually a textbook at the University of Calgary right. uh, business they're, they're for their business students. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting that you're seeing, a, I'm seeing a lot of um, familiar, uh, uh, you know, writings in it that, that makes a lot of sense to what we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Well, at the end of the last episode, I was basically teaching from the book without actually having it in front of me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why we decided to come back with a part two on morale. Why you can make or break your business, your company. Um, yeah. Before we jump into that, though, I do want to show everybody a charity that is near and dear to my heart. It is blesslibrary.ca. For those that are watching this on YouTube, you can see it on my screen. It is, uh, it starts with a picture of all the students, well, I can't say all of them, but a, a number of the students that these teachers actually help teach um, everything that we would hopefully learn here. And right now, because of COVID especially, right now it's December 1st, 2020, COVID, we're right in the heart of, in Canada here, our at least second wave, I don't know if it's going to be a third. And uh, right now, COVID is running rampant all over the world. And the teachers in Liberia are making pretty much nothing. And without the help of this website, they are continuing to do so because the parents of the kids can't pay the fees for the school. So anything that can be donated, anything that can be helped, would definitely help these poor teachers uh, and and the kids as well be able to eat once every three days with what they're currently getting. I'm hoping to raise more than that. But right now with what uh, blesslibrary.ca and Paul, you can see Paul is at the very bottom of the website. What he's been able to do, he's been able to set them up so that uh, they can at least, the teachers can at least eat once every three days. So it is, uh, it's still really sad for me to hear and for me to say. Unfortunately, that is very much the reality. So the numbers are a little bit out of date. Um, I'm still yet to go in there and update it. But on the human index, Liberia is quite far down the list in the sense of where they land for the healthiest countries. And uh, it's, it's not going any higher, especially with the pandemic. So anybody that can help donate anything to blessliberia.ca would be greatly appreciated. And uh, I hope that we can get these teachers what they need to help these kids. Because teachers are leaders. Teachers are leaders. So, all right. Uh, thank you for letting me show that to everybody there. Um, what, what, 
what do you got on morale? Like we were picking up from part one, who said that uh, it's all about taking care of the people, and the people will take care of your business. Mm-hmm. That was basically. I mean, that's a very brief overview of what we went through. But um, what were your thoughts since the last episode? Uh, I'm actually looking for that bu- that brilliant uh, uh, th- thing that I sent you about uh, morale being like the atmosphere kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if you remember. I, I I sent you that, and you said, "Wow, it sounds it sounds pretty good." Let me see. If, I'm just looking to see if I can find it right here. Uh, just give me a moment here. Yeah. Well, he's looking for that. I will basically kind of give a rundown for those who haven't been able to see that episode. We were talking about how morale is, by definition, people who are loyal to you or your company will basically live or die by your company if the morale is high everything is just aligned everything just flows on the opposite side if it's low that's where things start to really fall apart and um we went over some statistics last episode about how when morale is high at a company profitability goes up 21 percent uh absenteeism drops by 49 percent which means less people call in sick because less people actually feel burnt out and they're working for a purpose. So it's all about taking care of the people. And that's basically where we want to continue. It looks like you found it there, Hugo. Yep, I found it. So I'm just gonna say very clearly, it says here, morale is the atmosphere we share. Mm. When with the right dialogue, Mm -hmm. wisdom is heard from the top down Mm -hmm. and insight is noticed and listened to from the bottom up. There you go. Yeah. And um, that's right. We were talking about uh, your cascading waterfall model. model. Yeah. yeah. And how it actually, the people who make the tough decisions don't just look at the numbers. They actually can hear how it can be fixed from the bottom. There it is there. Yeah. yeah. There's a proactive model and a reactive model. Yeah. And uh Definitely worth looking into if you haven't looked at episode six. Go back and check out episode six. You go, it looks like you, you're able to... You want me to show it to you here? Or? Yeah, let's just do a quick brief overview. We go into a lot more detail in episode six, but let's just do a quick overview. See, just make sure you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's leadership and then this management and the front line. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's essentially... Essentially, the uh, it says the sponge, but it's really the Y, the Y committee or the mm-hmm. the the, uh, y, the the committee that acts in between frontline and management and management and leadership. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the one that's doing the work by chat, creating uh, dialogues and conversations and, and and channeling feedback up to leadership mm-hmm. and up to ma- management and leadership was like, and and that way questions get answered. Uh, people people uh, are more engaged mm-hmm. because their 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 thoughts are being passed on to leadership, mm-hmm. and they're getting feedback as to what's going to go on. We, we we also talk about it's important not to stonewall people. So mm-hmm. uh, management would would say, wouldn't say okay, I want your ideas or feedback, but give them nothing in return. Like right, uh, it's important to make sure that that there's a follow up. Absolutely. And uh, management can come back to the uh, front line and says, your ideas were, was well taken. This is, this is the direction we decided to go. Mm-hmm. And here's why. And Good here's one. why type of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
that way you feel engaged and you feel like you want to you want to offer your feedback again in the future absolutely kind of thing. absolutely yeah because i mean i think we've all been in that position where we're constantly giving ideas that will actually help improve efficiency productivity everything and mm-hmm. it just it feels like it hits a brick wall and then yeah. there's a point where you're like well, why, why am i even bringing it up what's right. the point right right so and that's why that's why i go back to the the, the verbiage that i was i was mentioning before and we need to pay attention to the verbs and the nouns here yeah. it says moral is the atmosphere and if you think of atmosphere it's just like when it's uh, and it's just about to rain the mm-hmm. atmosphere has to be ripe and ready for precipitation to occur mm-hmm. well it's the same thing with morale when the atmosphere is perfect and it's ready to uh, to 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 kind of burst into to precipitate good morale and good feelings mm-hmm. uh it's, it's, it's and, and high trust and this is when the right dialogue sorry with, with the right dialogue wisdom is heard mm-hmm. right from the top down so the we acknowledge that wisdom comes from the top down, mm-hmm. right? And insight is notice. And the key word is notice because it's notice. very hard for, it's, it's quite challenging if leadership don't you know, take the time to really notice uh, when they're getting a little bit more information, that's insight. Mm. So insight is notice and listened to, not just notice and, and kind of breeze over, but notice and actually listen to, right? right? Yes. From the bottom, from the bottom up, because that's where yeah. all the good stuff comes from. And, and so, like it says, wisdom we understand comes from the top down. Mm-hmm. But but things like insight for people that are doing the job over and over again, and finding better ways of doing it. Yeah. Insight comes from the bottom up. That's it. That's exactly it. And it's it's amazing how I think we mentioned in the last episode how a lot of people will listen to respond or reply. Mm-hmm. They won't listen mm-hmm. to understand the problem to actually fix mm-hmm. it. And so that's mm-hmm. why listening is so huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. So um, a couple of the things that I wanted to go over um, that we didn't talk about last time is when Thanks. high employee morale, when there's high employee morale, there mm-hmm. is a result of increased teamwork. Mm. Yes. Because everybody feels like they're on the same page. They have a Thanks. general feeling of well-being. And right. each individual is more inclined to work together, mm-hmm. to collaborate as a mm-hmm. well-functioning, cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they see themselves as part of a whole. And there's, there's something that's interesting, and it, it, it goes along with, um, it, it goes along with um, um, emotional intelligence. Exactly. And that's un- understanding, understanding that this, the... The whole is better than the, sep- the in separate parts. It's exactly. called synerg- synergy. Synergy is mm-hmm. when you put together the separate parts, and they, and, and it, it's not it's not one plus one is two. It's right. one plus one is a, a billion. So you, you, know, <laughs> you put it together, and because of that synergy, it creates a completely different uh, experience with, with that synergy kind of thing. So, right. um, you know, like I said, it's not it's not monotonous, and it's it's, it's not monetizing. One and one is two. Well, like uh, one plus one plus Scott plus Hugo plus this individual equals right. uh, fireworks. That's right. Right. That's right. So, so that that's important as it's for you know for team efforts. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I think too, if you if you look at the 
turnover rate, I found one website, and it's not one I have in front of me, so I might get the numbers a little bit off. But I want to yeah. say that um, with millennials right now, 75% of the workforce are millennials. And a millennial does not stay at a job for more than three years, currently. Mm. currently. And a lot of that has to do with because they don't feel developed, they don't feel like there's a plan of succession and all that kind of stuff. Um, and if we take a look at morale alone, and I'm going to talk about experiences that you and I have actually seen, you'll see positions where people could actually leave, get another job and get paid more, but they don't want to because they love what's happening at this, at this job, at this company. I see. Yeah. They don't want to jump ship at the first possible chance because they love right. what, the, what the path is, what the vision is. Mm-hmm. And the energy that comes with that. Yeah. So the retention is actually lower. Right. So <clears throat> you're saying, are you saying there's a difference between millennials and their approach and everyone else kind of thing? Um, what, what the website was saying is that um, because of the time baby boomers entered the workforce, mm-hmm. there was a different mentality of I got to stick it out even if the work sucks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know for sure, and I'm speculating a little bit here, but I have a feeling that's because of their parents growing up in the possible like World War II depression area era, right? right? So it's like take a job whenever you have one and right. just suck it up and do it. Well, we're long past that, and we're starting right. to see a workforce come in that wants to feel valued, they want to feel appreciated, they want to feel like there's a plan, a path for them to take within a company. Mm-hmm. And if they don't feel like that's coming, then uh, they're they're just going to jump ship. They're going to find another place that they can feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, remember that saying? It says, uh, "Good people leaves leaves bad managers." <laughs> that's right. They don't leave companies. Not 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 bad companies. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's it, uh, it's interesting because it really makes you mm-hmm. think. Absolutely. You, say, you, you know, well, here, here's one that, that could kind of kind of uh, make you think. Mm. What about when you what what about good managers when you leave when you when you you lose a good manager. What does that say? Is it, is this is does that uh, mean there's something wrong with the leadership or you know, usually when I, when I think about guys like Ferio, mm. uh, you know Ferio was the best in in my opinion executive I've ever met. Mm-hmm. He's, he's intelligent. He's he he cares. Mm-hmm. He has empathy. Uh, this is the kind of person Pharaoh is. I was walking, I was in Toronto going to my gate and uh, our, fl- our flight was kind of late. So we had some time mm-hmm. and he was, he was talking to a friend and he stopped what he was doing, came over, introduced me to his friend and he took out a pin, a WestJet pin that shapes like an aircraft mm-hmm. and pin it on my tie. Oh, get out. Yeah. And so says, you, you, you need to wear it. this. That's, he just gets it. Like, just gets I will it. never forget that. Nope. You know what I mean? That no. that positive, uh, that active, um, that, that that good act that he did right there. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that. That's the kind of guy he was. He, you know, um, oh, I, I, I realized I wasn't. I, we're not supposed to call names on this thing, but uh, I'm, it's fair. You know, yeah. And he was he was the yeah. best one of the best executives that we that we that I I have experienced. Yeah, one of the most memorable for sure. And he was yeah. a part of people which. Just shows why the right leaders in the right positions make all the difference in the world. Exactly. Because if you have the right person in the right position, yeah, everything clicks, everything flows. 
Uh, yeah. Sometimes, and, I, and I'm not saying this is the case in a position that's happening right now, mm-hmm. but there are some positions that I've seen over my years in different roles where the company will actually outgrow the leader. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting thought because a lot of people think that the leader will, even though the leader may never change, the leader will always just stay there mm-hmm. and will just be content. Well, um, un- unfortunately, unless the leader improves with the company, mm-hmm. that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. He, uh, he was in part of he was in charge of people and he just got it. He just understood. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there's one thing to be someone that has a good talk, mm-hmm. but when you meet someone that actually does good things, you know, they talk and the, their actions li- line up. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. It's like okay. a gold star. Like what an amazing, and, and I know people that, that choose to stay with a company because of good leadership, mm-hmm. despite what was happening. And the leadership is right, is correct. It's like they, they don't want to, they don't want to leave the company. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So. Yeah. And a lot and of people, of course, like you say, will uh-huh. leave a, a bad manager, not a bad company. Even though they love the people, if the, if the leader's not doing what they should, mm-hmm. it goes downhill. Exactly. Okay, yeah. No, 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 I was just agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. I said exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, you know, because good people, good people are not gonna leave if the, the leadership is good. Good people are not gonna leave, even if it's a mm-hmm. if it's if it's a really tough time, you know. Right. Uh, and that's why I, I keep using the word dialogue. If there's a dialogue between management and frontline, management and leadership, if people are talking to each other, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's going to break down silos or, you know, just like, you know, these, these walls between the different departments is going to break that down and, mm-hmm. and, and there'll be a lot more transparency, a, a lot of honest conversation uh, in terms mm. of uh, uh, just being, you know, like we said, be real. It's better to be real than to be, than to be right. Right. Absolutely. And yep. so if you have good leadership mm. that does that from the top down, then that company will have great morale. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think that this, these, especially these two episodes, I mean, I'm hoping the whole podcast is, but these two episodes bring a ton of value. Because mm-hmm. if there's one consistency I've, I've noticed mm-hmm. when it comes to improving leadership, it's never how to improve the team. Mm-hmm. It's how can we improve ourselves? Mm-hmm. And then the team follows. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and this kind of takes me down another rabbit hole that I want to I want to take a venture on with you. And I want to talk about one of the podcasts that we just listened to mm. last week about mm-hmm. leadership. And it basically mm. identifies something that we've talked about in some pretty great detail. But I'm going to mm-hmm. take it to another level where it talks about not delegating tasks, mm-hmm. delegating authority. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to talk about that for a few minutes. Because what they say okay. in the podcast is mm-hmm. when you actually have a team that mm-hmm. is cohesive, mm-hmm. you as a leader are actually not only empowering your team, mm-hmm. but also trusting your team and giving mm-hmm. them authority on specific projects that they're mm-hmm. taking from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. 
And what he also said in the podcast is there should be a level, a point where we as leaders are only making 25% of the decisions. Mm. I think this alone, if we were to take on something like this, and I, and mm-hmm. I want to get into some detail about why a lot of leaders don't, but I think if mm-hmm. we can get our head wrapped around why this is such a good idea, I think mm-hmm. this alone will bring up morale. What do you think? I think that that you you said it clearly, and it, it, the message is just clear. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Would, that, that alone will will you know if, if not bring up morale, definitely change it for the better. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. There there may be especially if there's some damage control to be done. There may be mm-hmm. an initially like, okay, well, what's the catch? Right. When you go up and you say, I want you to take on this position or I want you to take on this project, not task, but project. Mm-hmm. And you're going to create it, you're going to develop it, you're going to promote it, everything. Right. Uh, right. When when they come and say, what are your thoughts on how I can fix this? It just goes back to, well, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. How would you fix it? And, and I, I think And I think the language needs to be clear. Mm-hmm. That you know, I've observed like, something like this. I've, I've observed you for the past several weeks, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say I, I see uh, certainly uh, not just a good example to the others, but a good good improvement in your overall uh, performance. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I I feel I um, that um, I feel that there's a trust between us, mm-hmm. and therefore I would like to empower you with the ability to do this, 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 and this kind right. of thing. So they didn't know why, why they were chosen, they know what they were chosen to do, and they know uh, the objectives and as to what, what it, how, how, it, how it helps leadership and how it helps them as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Because if you don't, what I'm saying, what you don't want to do is like not explain the whys and so on. Otherwise, it's going to sound like you're giving them more work. <laughs> true, true, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, going to sound point. like... Okay, I used to do A B. I used to do A B and C. Now you want me to do A B C D and E and F, right? All the so way to Z. That, yeah. Except to the way to Z. But if that person's in, if that person is in, is 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 boosted, uh, get a boost of uh, uh, just recognition from the leader mm-hmm. and the, the way the leader thinks about them, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then you give them the opportunity to do more. They'll be more than happy to do it. It's not yep. more work. It's an opportunity to prove that. Yeah, yeah. I can I, I can be engaged and I can make a difference in my team. Absolutely. And what I'm doing so far has been working. So not only am I going to improve, but I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because it's working. Exactly. And it also builds trust on both sides. Because now he knows that my manager, my man, my manager or my leader trusts me enough to to give mm-hmm. me this uh, to empower me rather to do this or to do that. If there was no trust. Right. No, empowerment would, would be impossible. So Yeah. And if you look at the contrary of this, think mm. of somebody that you know who has actually been a micromanager. Mm. How much did you dread going to work that day? And feeling like they're breed, literally breathing down your, down your neck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just you, kidding. They're standing yeah, right over your shoulder going, they're what standing are you doing? over your shoulders. Uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I dreaded going. Yeah. Those days. Oh yeah. You, you get you get a kind of feeling like you you always feel like you're in trouble. That's right. Absolutely. You know, like, am, am I in trouble again? What, did it do something? Why is why is this person so 
uh, what's the word, uh, uh, reactive. Right. Re instead of proactive, reactive be to, mm -hmm. to everything that I do. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, just want to say, you know, just, you know, back up a little bit and give me, give me some, um, um, so just have some trust. So give yeah. me some, put some, have some faith, you know, and yeah, let me let breathe. Me, let, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, let, let me breathe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let me breathe. And, 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 and you may be impressed that I, I can actually do it without the mm. micromanaging. Right. Right. And that's where we want to create, allow the creativity, the innovation, all of that to come forward. Like we want it. Yeah. yeah. Because if nothing else, our team learns to build, learns to flow. Mm -hmm. And if they can see a project from beginning to end, from just an idea to a final product, here's it's now on the market or it's mm -hmm. now a, a implemented procedure. Right. That's a sense of pride there too. Right. I just means so much. It does. It, it does. Yeah. You know, you want you want to, you want to understand. You want to leave people with their dignity. You know, even if mm. even even if they're the the the, the 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 what's the word? Even if they're the weakest link. Mm -hmm. You know, have give leave them with their dignity. That's mm -hmm. okay. Maybe there's some challenges, and you know, we need to work on some things together. Right. You notice I didn't say you need to work on things. <laughs> I said we, because we. I'm your manager, I'm your leader. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, I, I noticed there's some challenges, and we need to work on these things together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but before we do that, I just want to ask you: um, how, how how is it going from your point of view? What, what right. what's happening? You know, is there right. is there anything that we need we, that we could, that we can talk about, or mm -hmm. you know, uh, you may be surprised. Again. Maybe maybe they're going through a divorce or. Right. Uh, they, you know, someone passed away. There's their mourning, mm -hmm. or you know, they lose. They just lost their house, or something. You know, you don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and sometimes you need to kind of kind of be open up that uh, you know that conversation a little bit more mm -hmm. and say, is this is there anything that's happening in your in, in your in your personal life that we can talk about, or was right. everything okay? Right. And they and they will open up to you. Yeah, and, and he, no, sorry, keep going. I thought you were done. Yeah, and they'll open up to you, and then he gives you the opportunity to say, wow, um, you know, just to use empathy and to say, wow, you know, I'm mm -hmm. so glad that I asked the question as mm -hmm. opposed to assuming that you're, you're not doing, uh, you, 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 the competency is not there, mm -hmm. and we have a, like a bigger issue. Yeah, so sure. it just hum, just I'm glad it, I took a step back and humbled myself, asked the question. I use a lot of empathy, a lot of walking and put yourself in their shoes and saying, wow, I mm -hmm. had no idea you're going through all that. I, I, I really exactly. glad you brought that forward. And then you can work on a, a sort of like a plan together, step-by-step mm -hmm. -step plan of how, how they can uh, overcome or how they can get out of that situation. And maybe there's a, an, uh, like an uh, employee family assistance program that's in mm -hmm. place that they may not have exactly. remembered, right? You can yeah, throw, right. throw that at them and say, hey, have you looked into this? And be like, well, is it worth it? Exactly. You can't hurt oh, the call. Do you, do you need some time to stress leave? Do you need some time away mm. from work? Right. You know, they're willing to work something out where you actually get paid and you mm -hmm. can just take a little time away, maybe a good month or so, maybe two weeks to a month and just mm -hmm. to break, just to get yourself back to get back together. 
That's right. And then, you know, we can have another conversation at that time. Man, you do that for me if I was an employee and I'm, I <laughs> said, wow, I'll be, I'll be like, this is the best manager I've ever had. Yeah. Or the best, the best leader that I've ever been because they actually care. They care. You, 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 remember, you remember what the guy said in, the, yep. in this talk? Care from the heart. Care from the heart. That's, yep. the, that's, the, that's the first one. You notice he always mentioned that one because that's the very first one. Mm-hmm. And it's key. If, if you show that you care, like you really care and you're not, you're not just mumbling words and going through the, yeah. through the motions, yeah. man, that, that employee will get so engaged and you'll be, wow, mm-hmm. is this the same person? They'll, they'll do so much more. They want to, you know, because mm-hmm. they, feel, they feel, wow, I've been in, uh, encouraged and now I'm, I'm being empowered to do even more, which That's is right. awesome. And I think there's a, a little bit of a balance because it's my understanding, and I could be a little bit off on this, but if they're in a position where they don't want to share what's happening in their personal life, we're not going to drag it out of them. Right. But if they can, if we can reframe it to then say, well, what would you need for me to help you get through whatever it is you're going through? Right. So if they open up, awesome. That means that there's a certain level of trust between you and that person that they're mm-hmm. okay to tell you what's happening in their personal life. But mm-hmm. some people, they're, they're, they want to keep it pretty close to the chest. So right. that's where we have to come in with another set of questions and say, you don't have to tell me. If you, you can tell me what you, how deep you want to get into this. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to open up that much, that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to force it because I think if you force it, that could go the other way. Oh, yeah. That won't right? be well. it, won't, it, won't. it won't go well that way, no. No, no. So, mm-hmm. and, and this is why as a leader, you got to try and read the situation a little bit and kind of see, okay, mm-hmm. well, how far does this person want my help? Mm-hmm. And to what level? Like, does, does this person just need some time to figure it out? So then maybe, yeah, like you say, we put them on a stress leave mm-hmm. and they, they figure out if it is like, let's say a divorce or something, they figure mm-hmm. that out. They come right. back later. Thank you for everything. Uh, I was going through a really hard time. I just want to help you. I'm here to help. Yeah. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's uh, that, that creates that bond that maybe next time, okay, well maybe it's okay if I do open up because they mm-hmm. know the conversation is going to be just between us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many things to improve morale. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. And I really do believe from my, my experience, I'm not just saying it because I've read an article. I really mm-hmm. do believe right now there's a serious lack of morale in business right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I'm going to go almost as far as to say every company, not places like Google or Disney maybe, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go as far as to say most businesses need to hear this. Yeah. And I think I think it comes down to the the same thing I said earlier. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the question, does, does the manager care? That's it. You know, or does the, the, the leader care? Like, do they... Do they feel that uh, are they saying this is way be, way above my pay grade, so I'm not gonna care or I'm mm. not gonna show empathy. I'm not I'm not gonna be transparent. Right. Uh, I'm just gonna do my job as per you know what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. And if this person is an issue, then I'll 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 um I'll have them get you know I'll I'll just fire fire them or something like that. You know. Right. Right. But if it's one someone who's cared and say hey no, uh, there has to be something behind that. Mm-hmm. There have to be some. Maybe they're struggling with something you don't know. Or they, exactly. they just just found out that they had a terminal illness, knock on wood, mm-hmm. or something. You know, you have no idea. 
you know. And especially you know? if there, there's been showing a proven record of good work, and right. all of a sudden they seem to trail off and seem to be, um, you know, be lost in, in the dust dust somewhere. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure you find out, hey, what's going on? You're, you're valuable to our team, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to saying you're the weak link. You're not going to say right. that. No, right? no, you're valuable no, no. to a team, and we want to make sure that we're doing everything possible to make your experience here at, with this company fulfilling. And 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 I'm I'm all ears if you want to you want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. If not, we do have a program or a employee assistant program that can help you That's with uh, that kind of that kind of thing. Uh, to sit yeah. and talk with someone, yeah. and uh, and then you get back to me and tell me tell me what you need. Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I like I like the way you put it, you know, like, tell me what you need or how I could best help. Right, right. right. You may not want to go into detail, but tell me how right. I can help you. What, what is it you yeah. need from me? I'll do right. what I can. And that that opens the door there. And uh, when, I've, when I've ended up doing that, I find that the person actually ends up opening up to me anyway. Mm. But it's completely on them. I'm not forcing it. I'm not saying, oh, come on, tell me what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? Right? I'm not, not pushing them. I'm right. just saying, you tell me what you need, and I will do what I can to support you through this. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. Oh, man. I think uh, that's a really good place to end it. It's already been about half an hour. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Time flies, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but can you so, remind so my, I have a question for you, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know I know moral is a big thing for. Mm-hmm. for you know what you focus on. Uh, I've seen your website, and definitely morale is a. It's a big. It's a. It's a. It's, it's one of the things that you look for. Mm-hmm. What, how, how would you do do it if you were talking to a leader that thinks there's a healthy morale when you know that there's not? Like say say you're talking to leaders and it's like yeah my company is good yeah we have we have a. Uh, our morale is okay, kind of thing. Okay. But yeah. and you know, there's a serious, like a serious, mor- uh, serious problem with the the morale. How how would you, mm-hmm. how would you then, I guess, um, talk to that leader or advise that leader? I would, I would revert to not saying, here's what the problem is. I would I would try and guide the conversation based off questions, open-ended mm-hmm. questions. So. Maybe. I mean, obviously, it's hard to do a role play in this situation because it could go any way. But I would say, right. okay, well, if there were a, a situation, in what way would you see there being an area of improvement? Maybe not, maybe right. not a weak link, but just an area of improvement that you'd like to see fixed. Right. And then start the conversation down that way, so that right. um, the one thing I got from an Ed Milet podcast here recently is now he was talking on selling which i mean i guess to some degree this is this is a, a degree of selling mm. if, if i tell you what's wrong whether it be with the company with the department with your life with your job whatever if i tell mm. you flat out here's what the problem is human nature is that you're going to automatically defend it even if you don't like what's going on right that's true there's a shield that goes up says, no, no, no. Right. And again, he's talking about um, uh, finances and stuff. But he's saying, no, right. no, no, my finances are great, even though they know they're struggling because right. it's, it's my opinion against yours. However, if I revert, revert that and say, okay, 
in what ways could you improve? And and it kind of depends on where the conversation would go. This is why we want to listen to understand. Right. I would guide that conversation to them saying out loud, here's what my problem is. Okay. And there's something mm-hmm. interesting about when they actually say it themselves, it becomes true. Okay. And it's, a, it's, it's also, I think another good technique is to try to, uh, I don't want to use the I don't want to use this in a bad way, but yep. try to spin the conversation in a way mm-hmm. where you can tie in the benefits of having a good morale and how it affects the profit. Right. Because if you're talking to somebody that is only thinking dollars and cents mm-hmm. and things like morale and soft skills or just huffy dubby, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not that important kind of thing. If right. you can t- tie that in and make a really good strong point of how morale actually helps the profit mm-hmm. and helps the bottom line That's and right. that, that, that hits home, mm-hmm. that would be huge yep. f- with regards to your technique and what you're doing. And you would reach you'll reach that company on on, on so many levels. That's right. Like wow, you say whoa! I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Really, it affects my, the bottom line. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Let's talk yeah. about this. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Well, and something that just came to my mind in that scenario that you just played out was another question that I may have to ask this person is, what is your definition of good morale? Mm. Because what they're seeing may be the best morale they've ever seen. Right. Not knowing that it could be better. Right. And um, like you say, better morale, higher profitability, higher productivity, less call and sick, right? Right. Um, More, uh, actually, there's uh, one website I found that said that when morale is high, there's greater attention to detail. Yeah. Because they want to make sure the do- the job is done so well that they actually take mm-hmm. the time to focus on the small things, mm. as opposed to mm. saying, no, "I'm just going to mm. get it done. I'm just going to do whatever I have to do." Yeah, okay, that's good enough, right? And mm. because they're just there's no there's no investment there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that, uh, and that and we can leave it there. <laughs> such we can a good leave it there. No, we're, we're really kind yeah. of going over time. Yep. This is really good. It's really good. Really good conversation. It makes it makes, uh, makes us think. Absolutely about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and hopefully somebody got a got a tip from this. Like maybe somebody's listening to this, going, "I don't know how to talk to this person." Ask mm-hmm. questions. Just ask questions. Ask questions. Oh, learn their language. Language. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learn their language. Like you say, if it's all about dollars and cents, how mm-hmm. is improving the the morale right. going to improve productivity, profitability? Mm-hmm. Right. And, because that's how you're going to get through to them. A lot of companies exactly. deal with numbers. Right. Higher morale increases profitability by 21%. Right. Done. Right there. Done. <laughs> how many places do you know that want to improve it even by, by 5%? Oh, yeah. 21% by focusing right. on the people. Right. I want to give them that tie-in where you yes. can say, okay, mor- mor- morale. Because some people... I'm not saying that some people, the adult, they're not as smart or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you have to actually explain. You, you can't just bring the two elements together and let them figure it out. You got to actually connect the dots. That's right. And say, morale, morale is here. Your profit is here. Yeah. Look what happens when morale is, 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 is um, compromised and it's, right. and it's uh, 
it turns into bad morale. Your profit right. goes like that. Just look what happens when morale is actually getting better to the point that it's really healthy morale. Your yep. profitability looks like this, yep. right? The numbers don't really, like, like drive it home, drive it home yep. to, until they, they get it. And they go, whoa, wait a minute. You're telling me that I, I can increase my profitability by focusing a little bit more on my morale? On yes, the morale? Yeah, first, <laughs> indeed. Yes, you can. There you go. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you once again for joining me. Uh, can you tell everybody once again what your website is? Oh, my website, folks, if you want to take a look at it, it's uh, cluesolutions.org. Mm -hmm. So www.cluesolutions is uh, so, so C L U E S O L U T I O N S dot O R G. Right on. And that's the best way to get a hold of you. And, and hopefully somebody realizes what kind of value you bring to this because there's so many ways that we could help people. Yeah. And I'm hoping they can see that. So uh, my website, scottdeconing.com. I'm going to put both of these in the description of the podcast. However, you're getting this, be it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So you're welcome to just click on there as well. And uh, again, I'm going to ask that anything that can be helped with uh blesslibrary.ca please feel free to let paul know he's uh he's more than willing to help and, and give you any answers that you need he's better with the numbers than i am uh, but he's always looking for donations supplies materials to ship over there so um again blesslibrary.ca is that website you can get a hold of hugo at cluesolutions.org and i'm at scottdeconing.com and right. scott before you yes. before you finish uh I just wanted to let you know, uh, you mentioned Paul. Mm -hmm. It didn't come up very clearly, if you want to say that part again, about, about Paul. Oh, uh, Paul is the one that's actually quarterbacking everything to get over to library, whether it be money or supplies. Mm -hmm. So anything that could be donated would be greatly appreciated and uh, will be sent over there to help the teachers, help the students. So, awesome. Yeah, thank you for telling me. I, I didn't realize that. Okay. So, cool. All right. Well, we'll see you uh, on the next one, Hugo. And okay. uh, thanks for joining me once again. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right on. All right. See you later, everybody.